I do have these uh, love words on the tip of my tongue, but the words sometimes don't come out as I want them to. Uh, the name of the artist is Charlie Winston. The name of the album is uh, Hobo, H-O-B-O, and the name of the song is called Tongue Tied. My tongue is tied sometimes. I want to express how pissed I am, how happy I am. So I just enjoy feeling it. Sometimes due to lack of ability to express oneself, you know, we can uh, definitely just use the feelings. So if you are happy today, welcome to you. And if you're unhappy today, it's okay. You know, enjoy being unhappy because emotions do change. Uh, welcome to the daily podcast of the Responsible Restaurant Owner. My name is Sham. And uh, maybe this is the first time for you here. And if you this is the first time for you here, definitely like it and repost it and sign up for it. Even if you have no idea what the theme is about. Actually, we do help people open and run their first successful restaurants. My name is Sham and I have been doing it out of the Silicon Valley, California since 2008. And uh, starting the end of 2017, I, instead of opening a brand new restaurant, I decided to go ahead and uh, help as many other restaurant owners and entrepreneurs do the same. Make you benefit the current restaurant owner and the future restaurant entrepreneur about everything I have learned with 10 years, 20 hours a day. Uh, fine dining restaurant, juice bar, vegan cafes, catering, distribution channels, uh, first generation immigrants in the United States. So if you think that my accent is challenging, it's okay. You will get used to it. We do get used to the things we like. There may be an effect of a surprise. Uh, one of the best uh, compliments I used to get, you know, if you, if you choose the restaurant industry, Probably you have somehow of an ego. You really think that you can set up the mood, that you can show people a good time. And there is nothing wrong with that. I mean, we need people that can stand up for what a good time is. Um, and one of the compliments I was able to get, oh, Sham, you have this cool accent. It makes everything easy for you. Well, excuse me, sir or miss, but uh, you know an accent like good looks, like everything that the eyes or the senses do perceive will definitely increase the interest that people have in you. It will make them more curious. Like if you have a fancy chain or a fancy clothing or a fancy car uh, or you smell good, whatever triggers the senses will get people to get closer. But uh, it will get you an audition, definitely. So I'm always a big fan of saying, hey, you know what? When you go to work, you have to dress 10% better than the people in your office. Uh, it just makes you feel better about yourself and, you know, makes people want to get close to you. But the truth of the matter is that you cannot fake a true beauty, which is uh, the beauty that we hold within. So where to start uh, is the question I get the most. Uh, if I want to open a restaurant, if I'm a restaurant professional, I'm in the trenches and I want to refresh my game. Uh, if you have been listening to me for a little while, sorry, I need to make that plug. www.theresponsiblerestaurantowner.com Once again, www.theresponsiblerestaurantowner.com ah, Interesting name. Uh, why the responsible? Well, uh, for a long period of time, I was not that responsible. I was literally going for the restaurant business because it was a dream I had and I thought it was going to be fun. And, uh, you know, uh, thanks to mom and dad, they always like to entertain, welcome people. They were all up for a good time. And I was like, well, it would be cool to make a living 
having a good time and oh boy how wrong I was. I mean when people come inside the dining room, if you have hosted a party for friends before, you know that it's all in preparation and you should have fun in the preparation of things. You know, knowing, uh, pacing the drinks, uh, the food, the hosting. Uh, there is a moment in the night that I like to call the summum of the party. You know, like there is a time inside the night or during the service where the restaurant is at its fullest capacity, where the people are the happiest, where they have the highest amounts of guests and where you're actually making the most amounts of money. So working that, you know, from the time you open the doors of your establishment, you have your opening side worksheets, and I'm a big believer in consistent and repeatable processes. Why? Because, well, guys, English is my fifth language with all modesty and humbleness. And you know, I'm not taking any credit for it. It's not like I learned those four languages. I was just born in a culture where people speak a lot of languages. So definitely kudos if you are taking some time to learn a complete new language. For me, it was, it was handed to me. Thank you, God, for giving me the chance to multi, be multilinguist. Uh, and uh, my English is far from being perfect. And because of that, you know, I developed this kind of a complex. I was like, man, you know, I know when I master uh, French, Arabic, I don't think I master English, seriously. I mean, even after 20 years in the United States. But I do know that when people say a word and they don't pronounce it properly or they make a grammatical mistake. Uh, sorry, but the people do come across as ignorant. The brain registers that, hey, you know what, this person doesn't know what they're talking about. So uh, um, definitely be kind to people that don't express themselves correctly. And, you know, based on that premise, based on that challenge, I did believe in consistent and repeatable processes. I did believe in scripts. Uh, and uh, talking about that, I'm very happy to announce uh, first week of April, I'm going to be launching the script class. Everything you need to say to your guests from the time you make eye contact, so from the time they call on the telephone, all the way to the time they pay you and they move out of your establishment. What do you need to say? You know, you work so hard as a restaurant professional, uh, you negotiate the lease, you decorate, you hire, you fire, you do payroll, purchases, entertainment, dealing with the guests, enjoying the guests, uh, marketing, repeat business, systems, uh, you know, um, continual audits or whatnot. And I get amazed. So many restaurant owners, after all this work they have done, they leave their guests at the mercy of the words of the waiters. You know, this waiter who is coming into your establishment needs to know about what you stand for, needs to know the kind of quality of service that you want to do. So here you are working on this frame, on this appearance, for people to come inside your establishment so you are able to score the audition to get them in. And then when they come in, the waiter talks gibberish. Sorry for all, with all respect to all the people in the industry, but if you're a business owner, you need to develop consistent and repeatable processes, and that has to do with the kind of words you use. I'm sorry, but when I go to a restaurant and the waiter comes to me and tells me, ready to order? Uh, yes, I'm definitely ready to order, maybe now, maybe 10 minutes, but it's always more pleasant to hear, can I be of any help with the menus? It's always nice to hear, uh, can I make a suggestion? 
So always nice to hear, you know, instead of how is everything, it's like how do you enjoy this? You know, like make it interactive, ask questions. And that's a science that I had the chance to perfect, to learn about. Uh, I'm still definitely sharpening my game. Thanks to you guys for being here and, you know, throwing at me things. I thought I got it all covered. And, you know, and about 90% of the questions I receive, I think that I have faced not only once, but three or four times over 10 years. And thank God for following the advice of my mom that said, hey, you know what, you need to be inside your business. And I was so long for such a long period of time against this idea. You know, I'm here to develop consistent and repeatable processes. I want to build my freedom. And uh, after five years of being in the restaurant, pretty much 20 hours a day, I faced so many situations. I was able to build system up in them. And then I was able to take a little bit more time to be more free, to open more restaurants, develop more the catering, the retail, the training, the entertainment calendar, and pretty much do what I like to focus on uh, in this hospitality industry. And um, going with that uh, train of thoughts, uh, my goodness gracious, uh, finding constant repeatable processes was very helpful. And I do recommend for you to... Jump on this class, the, the scripts uh, from the phone to, you know, what do you say to people when they first come to the door of your restaurant? You know, the sentence I like to always use is, are we celebrating something special or just a good time? Welcome to my restaurant. Are you celebrating something special or just a good time? Very simple sentence, but so powerful. Because first of all, it sets up the mood. It's either you're celebrating something special or just a good time. Even if somebody comes to your restaurant and they're not interested in dining. Sales people, you're going to receive a lot of those people that want to sell you everything you can ever think about. They're going to come to your door. Um... And uh, are you celebrating something special or just a good time? Sets up the mood. You never know who's going to come in and dine. You never know the kind of impact of the people you're going to be meeting. People may not remember all the words, but they're going to remember the way you make them feel. And words do, when genuinely said, that is, you know, we're literally talking from the heart here. You know, there is no faking being kind and genuine. You can definitely develop it as a, as a skill, as a side of your personality if you really want it you know lots of people go inside the restaurant business and they have this desire to say oh i love people and then when they realize how twisted people can be or how many challenges people are going through their lives they lose that and they lose that passion and and that shows up and that's why when they lose that passion for the service industry overall, automatically their business starts suffering from it. So uh, where do you want to get started if you want to find out more about this class? www.theresponsiblerestaurantowner.com And uh, let's get to today's topic, shall we? Sorry, guys, uh, I go on these tangents and some days I feel like sharing more. Sometimes I feel like sharing less. So thank you so much for being here. And if the first time for you uh, listening to this podcast, gosh, uh, can I get a heart? Can I get a comment? Can I get a share? And uh, my mission is to help 500 entrepreneurs open and run their first successful restaurants. And today we're going to be talking about um, negative threats, things that uh, you should definitely try to stay away from. And it's going to come around that you may be a victim of these things or maybe you're guilty of these things. But uh, what is the word? Avarice is the English word, which is... Uh, Excessive desire for wealth. 
you know, like uh, some, some people are so close to their money. Uh, you know, uh, you have a budget for your restaurant. You're going to have a budget. Use it. You know, uh, money in the bank uh, earning you very minimum interest uh, is not going to make you wealthy. Don't get me wrong, uh, cash flow is extremely important, so you definitely need to forecast what your monthly expenditure payrolls are. And if you don't know how to do that, definitely shoot me a message, uh, either in the comment section or actually through my website, because the formulas are very simple and it's crucial. You know what you break even points, how much money you can spend on a dish, etc. Prime cost, etc. etc. But uh, you know, this uh, amazing desire for wealth, accumulation of just the money for the sake of accumulating money, uh, doesn't last long because, once again, some people go inside some businesses for the sake of making money. But actually, the true passion behind it, the true generosity, which to me is the opposite of avarice is literally the real secret to, to wealth. You are not concerned about sharing as many things as possible. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you definitely have to co cost all your single items, but be generous. It always comes back uh, tenfold. Um, spying. You know, a lot of people spend their time spying. You know, people tell them some things and they're like, they're not really sure if this person is really telling them the truth or not. And they spend so much time and energy spying or trying to find out if this person is lying or not. And uh, is spying wrong? Absolutely. However, uh, there is a, a different format of spying that I have been using for the sake of my employee evaluation. You have a team of 25, 35, 55 people that you're working together. You have vendors. Ultimately, as a restaurant owner, uh, medium-sized, 50 to 100 seats, you pretty much are dealing with, I want to say, between... 120 to 200 people ongoing, vendors, clients, uh, employees, back of the house, front of the house, uh, and all the vendors, your insurance agents, those are going to the vendor category. And how can you make sure that you're not being uh, screwed? Sorry for using the word bluntly, but that was my experience when I first opened the restaurant. You know, I came with that big heart, with this generous heart, and, uh, and then I sat down with the vendors and, you know, most vendors are pretty sharp. They're experienced salespeople. They look good. They smell good. And they come in and, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, I was not that prepared to open a restaurant. And that's one of the reasons that triggered me to create this community, to create this service, is from the day I decided to open a restaurant to the moment I had the keys to the restaurant, 45 days went by. So I needed a credit card company. I needed a... Uh, beverage distributor, I needed linen, I needed flowers, I needed water, I needed coffee, I needed all these kind of things. So I did not have a chance to do my due diligence. So I just said yes to all the offer, thinking that everybody was looking for my best interest. Oh my gosh, after one year, when the dust settled down, and I had the chance to sit down and look at every single vendor and shop them, yes, find out hey, what's going on in this market, in the linen market, in the beverage market. And I realized that many of my vendors, not all of them, but many of them were riding me not by 30% more, 50% more. I'm talking about 100% more, 150% more, charging me more than what the ethical standards will be. And that was a big aha moment for me, guys. It was like, oh my gosh. So coming back to spying, what I do is that 
everybody in my team, I cannot audit 120 to 200 people at the same time, but I can focus on two of them a week. So two of them, I would pick, for example, one employee and my insurance agent or one other employee and the back of the house crew. You know, people, and I have this little rotation and every six months to a year, I have a chance to audit every single person, you know. Definitely when you write the bills, if you're the one writing and signing up the bills, signing the checks to get the payment, you double check on the accuracy of the bills and, you know, invoices come with mistakes. Uh, sometimes it has happened to me, I will pay somebody twice uh, and those people were kind enough to send me back the check. But I'm sure that there is some people that literally cash a check twice and never reported it. Well, well, what's done is done. You know, that's the importance of having a good bookkeeper as well. Ah, finding a good restaurant bookkeeper. That's a different story for another podcast. So, you know, definitely spying is a bad thing because it just will create so much turmoil. But setting up systems... To double check, you know, delegating is a definitely a necessary art for the productive restaurant entrepreneur. But uh, do not delegate also the audits, you know. Uh, agree, set up, show them properly how you want things to be done. But keep an eye on them on a regular basis. Have regular meetings to check on the performance. That Let them know that you have standards. And delegating does not mean that they get to do whatever they want, that you're delegating a certain methodology of them to do things. And um, a couple of, uh, of uh, bad habits, bad traits. One of them is arrogance. Um, you know, knowing that having this feeling of entitlement, you know, everything that's happening to you, owning the restaurant, not owning the restaurant, the good and the bad. Yes, definitely you're an actor in the entire movie of your life, but you know, lots of things are going to come because they're going to come. Why? Because I believe in destiny. Yes, we can talk for hours about free will or whatnot, but don't be arrogant. You know, be humble and learn to accept what is being offered now this is literally coming from a position of humbleness guys as i'm doing this podcast this is a beautiful reminder for me for what i stand for and you know and i listen sometimes to this podcast i'm like oh i completely forget about that and it's a great tool for me to actually keep my thinking and my values on track so arrogance definitely is something to avoid and uh, the last one that i wanted to share with you is actually the concept of a conceit. What is conceit? Conceit is an excessive pride in oneself. You know, uh, by focusing on me, 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 well, guess what? People feel that. People see that. So this is an invitation to start focusing more on the people that are around you and understand their story. Or actually, let me take this back. Don't understand their story because you never will be able to understand somebody's story. Think about your story. And do you really understand exactly every single impact, every single event that has happened and made you the person you are? Um, I hope you have an answer to that. Uh, but uh, stay away from conceit, excessive pride in oneself. Be proud of other people. Uh, be the first one to compliment any improvements and all improvements. I really invite you to do that. I invite you to do that with your children. I invite you to do that with your coworkers. Always try to seek the good things in people. And this is an amazing uh, employee retention tool and an amazing way to actually increase 
productivity in everybody. Always try to look for any improvements and word it in front of other people. Praise them. You know, oh my gosh, I noticed that you did this better. No matter how simple it is. You know, I said that it was amazing to see the reaction on people's face when you have a word and you tell them, I really like the way you deliver that bottle of water to the table. Very simple, right? You'll be like, what? Exactly. You make that word. Like, really, what did I do about it? You know, this is something so basic. I should not need praise for it. But, you know, you went elegantly, you walked to the table, you dropped it. You know, try to change your lens, the way you look at life and realize that there is beauty in everything and you know you're going to see whatever you want to see so if you want to focus on the negative guess what it's going to take over your life and you want to focus on the positive and it takes training guys this is i'm not talking about this is something that's going to happen in a blink of an eye you really have to make a conscious effort and remind yourself that hey this is a choice you're making to be as positive as possible and you're going to be able to reap all the benefits of it. So that was it for today, guys. Thank you so much for being part of the Responsible Restaurant Owner community. I hope that you, like me, are having a fantastic day. And until we hear each other again, see each other again, remember that the secret ingredient is love, baby. Oh, love, 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 love.